This is exactly right. Welcome to my favorite murder, the mini so Where we read your shit back to you. Are you ready for some emails from your co-listeners? Yeah, your friends, your best friends. Your best friends that are here to tell us wonderful long-lost family stories, personal stories, total made-up lies, hometown, whatever it is. Hometown murders. Oh, hometown murders, right? That's what it was all based on. Mm-hmm. You know, fun stuff. Um, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you want to go first this time? No, I don't want to screw this up for everyone. <laughs> Listen, God forbid. Let's not let's not break it, but if it's already fixed. Right? right. It's so fixed this way. <laughs> it's a fixie. The subject line of this one is my dad found one of the victims of the machete murder, <gasps> but fucking didn't tell me for 26 years. Dad. <laughs> Hello from the airport. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I flew home for New Year's uh, to spend some time with my family. One night, some friends from college came to my parents' house for dinner. My friend and I talked about different serial killers we love, in parentheses, you know what I mean, uh, for a solid 45 minutes at the dinner table before my dad decides to chime in. He asked, has the podcast that you like done Juan Corona? Mm. You did that one, right? Which one was that? Juan Car- was it? I think you did. Okay. Uh, we said that we didn't think so, as it had, as it didn't sound familiar. I asked why. He asked about this one specifically. He talked for a full few minutes about the guy before casually mentioning that he found one of the bodies. Mm. Oh, I know. This is this was um this was Guy Branham's hometown. Yep. Okay. Exactly right. Yep. Um, I have to stop saying that now. <laughs> That's the name of our company. Correct, Georgia. He then carried on <laughs> with this conversation without going into any detail. I sat there shell-shocked for a few seconds before shouting, hold up, start from the beginning and tell me everything. Apparently in the early 70s, my grandfather was testing the water in aquifers below orchards in Northern California and my dad helped him dig holes <gasps> in said orchards. One day my dad was digging a hole and came across a human hand. Fuck. My dad and grandpa apparently were more annoyed than freaked out because they had to stop digging for the day. They went home. That's so they're fronting. Um, (laughs) They went home and called the police who came and dug up the rest of the body. It turns out the body was one of the 25 farm workers that Juan Corona, AKA the machete murderer killed in a four month span in 1971. Oh my God. That's the guy that he would kill the uh, migrant workers and bury them in the orchards and nobody could trace them. Took their money and shit. Yeah. Yeah. My grandpa then made up joke business cards with quote, sorry, I missed you. Juan Corona. Oh my God. I have no idea who he gave these cards to, but it's the only funny thing my grandpa's ever done. (laughs) My dad swears he's told me this story, but I guarantee I would have remembered my dad finding the body of a serial killer victim. Stay sexy and never dig holes in an orchard. Cat. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry I missed you, Juan Corona. (laughs) I wonder how many untold dad stories there are waiting to be told to murderinos right, right at this very moment. There's... I think bottomless gold mines of them. That's right. Dads don't, dads are so quiet. That's men are raised to keep it all inside. Yeah, which and they I'm, should. They, <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> but however, okay. Share your feelings. 
Okay, this is called When a Beauty School Student Ent- Encounters a Serial Killer. Okay. Greetings all. My name is Sarah and I live in San Diego. I actually just got tickets for your January San Diego show for Christmas a couple days ago and I'm so excited. I'll be going with my mom who this story is about. Guess what? It happened last week, the, the other day. It was so much fun. It was really, really good. Sub San Diego. And we could feel her presence. We could. Even though I was born and raised in San Diego, half of my childhood was spent driving up the California coastline and spending entire summers in Northern California, north north of Napa Valley, where my mother is from. Uh, It sounds like Petaluma to me. I'm sorry. What's up? She had quite a few crazy (laughs) stories about her time in Northern California, and my favorite one is this. When my mother was 17 or 18 years old, she went to beauty school in Napa Valley. It was a small school that was located on a small one-way street, and if you've ever been to a beauty school, you know that nine times out of ten, they have have a huge one of those huge glass windows that are floor to ceiling so people walking by could look in see a student doing hair and possibly come in <laughs> as a three-month beauty school dropout i agree with you all know of this. You're, you get this i'm here to corroborate this what did you learn did you learn anything that you still remember uh, a little bit i learned, learned how to finger, do finger waves because it was the 1920s apparently <laughs> and they've never updated their beauty school shit it's right for, for, start some, with the basics right and then just a little bit i can still cut my bangs pretty pretty well but that's oh, that's about it nice yeah um bu- 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 okay my mother was always positioned at the very last chair right next to the window well one day in the middle of a sunny afternoon what seemed like the entire napa valley police force and surrounding county's forces descended on this very small, very tight little one-way street from all directions. There were cars pulling up onto the sidewalks and sirens blaring. Across the street from the beauty school, less than 40 feet from where my mother was standing next to the window, there was a phone booth. 20 minutes earlier, the Zodiac (gasps) killer had called the police from that phone booth. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) Needless to say, the police went in every shop and questioned all the people inside, but no one remembers seeing anything or anyone of significance. I always tease my mom that it it was the one lone male beauty school student who (laughs) snuck out the back door and went around to make the call. Maybe. She said that they have a scene similar to this scenario in Karen's favorite movie, Zodiac. Zodiac. Though that doesn't mean much since he was always calling and taunting police, so I'm sure that was an amalgamation of different phone calls. Looking forward to seeing you next month. Already happened. I can't wait to hear what (laughs) stories you come up with. Already did them. Did them. Always Sarah. Ugh. God, I don't know why that's so exciting to me. Because if she had looked up at the phone booth, which she probably did and just didn't, there was nothing. I was normal. It's a dude with a crew cut and those army issue black frame glasses. Right. How do you go? Amazing. Yeah. Write this down. Yeah. You wouldn't. Also, I'm thinking of the city of Napa in, she said it was the 70s, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So So it was like a tiny town. Tiny, like this is pre-wine boom. So Napa is just another little berg over a hill. Yeah. Like it's not big at all. I just can't, I, it's like, I'm weirdly starstruck. It's not healthy. Okay. That's what this podcast theme is. It's not healthy. <laughs> to be starstruck. To be starstruck. Okay. The subject line of this is FBI raid at my neighbor's house two weeks ago. Oh my God. Hi all. My name's Claudia and I am a 16 year old listener. Claudia, go Hi. to bed. Hi Claudia. Hi Claudia. I love Taylor Swift too. <laughs> 
I have always been interested in true crime and while listening to this podcast, wished I had a hometown murder I could share. That all changed two weeks ago Ooh. when my neighbors had their house raided by the FBI. Holy shit. <laughs> that all changed. Okay. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, a typical sub in a typical suburban neighborhood. Two streets down from me is the most expensive house in Raleigh. <gasps> the houses in my neighborhood are very modest and nothing fancy, so this mansion is out of place being at the end of the street with old dirty townhomes. <laughs> Here's the story. An older Russian couple couple lived in the mansion with their also Russian housekeeper, housekeeper's husband and son. The wife was having an affair with the housekeeper's son. Oh Hot. my God. The husband found out and hired a hitman <gasps> to have the son be kidnapped, taken into the woods, forced to admit he was having sex with the wife uh, on video and then be killed. Holy shit. There's a lot of other info that isn't important, but basically the murder <laughs> plot never went through. The FBI found out and raided the house and the couple got busted for money laundering and a ton of other charges my dad also uh, told me that they had an apartment downtown filled with guns <laughs> like a little pied a tear downtown yeah. sorry if this doesn't make sense my neighborhood is <laughs> it was perfectly it was written perfectly honey i know 16 you're always doubting yourself but you that nailed was perfect. it perfect uh my neighborhood is full of cr other crazy white people like the cute young couple <laughs> everyone loved who were busted for having a secret 12 year old daughter locked in the basement oh. that they had been physically and mentally abusing for years holy shit holy shit she buried the lead yeah. she went russian first when this is the fucking oh my god yeah my next door neighbor's car has also been broken into three times while everyone was sleeping so maybe it's time to move <laughs> Please don't move away without your parents. Um, Claudia, don't do it. Love the podcast and sorry this email was so long. I have other fun ghost stories that I will send in a separate email if you're interested. We are. Stay sexy and move out of your country club neighborhood, Claudia. I love it. You Amazing. Can come stay at the um, pod office if you want. That's right. Okay. That was great. 16-year-olds, send us your stories. We want to hear from you. That's right. And go to bed. <laughs> now go to bed. Tased and covered in cooking oil, a first responder story. Oh, no, no. Yes. Dear Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and animals. My boyfriend was a first responder for some time, and among the numerous wild calls he's encountered, this one by far is my favorite. My boyfriend worked as an EMT at an ambulance company in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. One day, he was stationed downtown, and he received a call for a tased person. Uh, upon arrival, he soon came to realize there was a bit more going on than just a tasing. Yeah. In the entrance of an apartment building, there was a female lying face down, wearing a crop top and booty shorts, arms handcuffed behind her back. Uh-oh. And covered head to toe in cooking oil. No. No. <laughs> what a sight to see at eight in the morning. For some reason, I feel like dousing yourself in cooking oil would be a nighttime activity. <laughs> Hey, to each his own. That's right. Everybody has a different jam. Or oil. Mm -hmm. uh, she had been, uh, she had just been tased and first responders called to transport her to the hospital for medical clearance could, uh, before she could be arrested. Okay. So the handcuffs were from the cops. Oh, good. Okay. She had been tased by them. Right. And now she had to be checked out. This was all a, a city, mm -hmm. a city ordin ordinance based tasing. Minus, yeah, the cooking oil is the thing that probably wasn't by the cops. Yeah, that, that happened before. The cooking oil dousing was personal. And it's, and it's probably the reason why she was tased, I'm sure. Yeah, there was those that, that interplayed with the, with the reason. Exactly. Um, let's see. This brought up the task of moving her to a cot to transport her in an ambulance. Good luck. <laughs> this is normally an easy task. However, the woman refused to move 
move and was covered in cooking oil. (laughs) The boyfriend said their gloves were just sliding off her body. They needed a few extra hands to move her. (laughs) Then it turned into a porn. (laughs) It ended up taking six oil-covered individuals to get her on a cot and strap her down. They essentially had to yank her up by the handcuffs. Ow. Yeah. After this ordeal, the first responders' hands, uniforms, and everything in the back of the ambulance was coated in oil. (laughs) My boyfriend said they had to return to the station and switch out equipment before their next call because they couldn't use any of it due to being so greasy. Ew. Hopefully this woman got the help she needed and won't have to cover herself in oil again for who knows what reason. My boyfriend has no idea what she was getting arrested for or why she looked like she just came out of a deep fryer. (laughs) Stay sexy and keep the cooking oil in the kitchen. Kelly. (laughs) How embarrassing if you just, if you're just trying to do a super moisturizing yeah. treatment, conditioner con- yeah. uh, treatment. Everyone's like, put put coconut oil all over yourself. And she's like, the one time I do it, I get fucking arrested. The one time tased. I do it, I get into a fight with my neighbor while <laughs> right. I'm doing it. Right. Which would have happened no, any t- at any time. I just happened to be my. <laughs> but I was especially worked up because I was covered in oil. Right. And yeah. Insane. I thought my fear, it sounded so much so much more horrible i thought they just came upon upon a woman who was handcuffed laying in a yeah. doorway having been tased like that it was all yeah. separate and she was by herself which no, is she like got, no horrifying she, yeah yeah okay that's yeah it's not that it's a best case scenario right it was right. A, it was a self-oiling yes it was be you be proud yeah oil it, it up. was a okay yeah. We're fine. We're fine. We don't have fine. to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash 
slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. My last one here, the subject line is a ghost saved my life. <gasps> right? Oh, are you gonna, am I going to cry? It might as well say a love letter to Karen Kukiar. Okay. It's my favorite. I love it. Listen to this shit. That's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> that is how it's done. Yeah. Listen to this shit. On New Year's Eve, when I was six months old, my parents laid me down for bed one night and, wanna, and went on about their business. About two hours later, my dad heard this loud but beautiful whistling. Huh. It being the 80s, he was forced to get up and turn down the TV as we didn't have a remote, <laughs> yeah. in parentheses, which they still tell me to this day is the reason they had me to change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, as the whistling continued, my dad went to their bedroom to see how the hell my mom could whistle like that. Yeah. But he found she was dead asleep. Oh, my God. You said dead. And I was like, oh, no, she was dead. That was yeah, dramatic warning. Whew. Okay. He woke her up to ask her to ask if it was her, and upon realizing it wasn't, then rushed to my room. <gasps> they rushed to my room. Your daughter's an amazing whistler. <laughs> a baby whistler. A baby whistler. My room was ice cold, but I was drenched in sweat. <gasps> when they took my temperature, it was 105.4. Needless to say, I was at the ER in minutes. Once there, they did a spinal tap, ice bath, and x-ray of my chest, um, which they found my lungs filled with pneumonia. <gasps> The doctors told my parents how lucky they were to have brought me because I could have been dead within hours oh if not for them checking on God. me. Fast forward to the 4th of July where our next door neighbors were throwing a pool party. My dad started talking <gasps> to the wife who had lived there for 30 years and out of curiosity asked about the previous tenants of the house. Her eyes lit up when talking about the mother who lived and died next door. <gasps> According to my dad, her exact words were, quote, she was a beautiful woman with several children. Everyone loved her. You see, back in the day, we didn't have air conditioning. So we would leave the windows open to let the breeze in. And you could hear her <gasps> whistling the most beautiful song to her children at night. <gasps> 
Needless to, ooh, I just gave myself chills. Needless to say, my dad shit his pants at that point <laughs> and probably had a look of shock and horror on his face. Then she started to smile and said, she's still there, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Without knowing anything about our situation, she went on to explain that unfortunately she stopped whistling when her newborn daughter passed away from pneumonia. No, no, no. Stay sexy and let whistling old ladies ghost save your life, Laura. Oh my God, I have full body chills. I don't care if this is fake. It's great <laughs> writing. And if it's real, even better. Oh my God. Isn't that... I mean, dude, a hundred distant, beautiful whistling in and of itself is insanely yeah. creepy. Yeah. But, oh, but then gorgeous. Also a, a baby. She's still there. Isn't she? She's still there. Isn't she? <gasps> um, a baby having pneumonia. And then 30 years later, another baby having pneumonia yeah. is like maybe dismantle that side of the house. <laughs> There's something in the there's something yeah, in the walls or something. Absolutely. Frightening. Put your baby to sleep in the kitchen from now on. Please yeah. move that crib over by the microwave. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> and then the microwave starts going off. Uh, <laughs> Look at you and your whistle. Isn't that Jealous. the most beautiful f- pneumonia whistling yeah. you've ever heard? I have a little one, but I feel like that is a great way to end it. Okay. Your story. I'll Whatever you want. Next week. Um, okay. That was beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. Touching. Touching, feeling. Whistling. L- whistling. <laughs> Loving. Oil. Le- learning. Tasing. <laughs> uh, send your us your stories at my favorite murder at Gmail. And, you know, yeah. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Alyssa, you want a cookie? <laughs>